0: It's winning. I'm in my mind. <laughs> hey, it's Thursday, people. <laughs> we all. Or it's the last like
1: Thursday of the month. It is the last Thursday of the month, it's August thirty-first. We here. All right, kick it off. It's to me. It's to you. All right, this is a hard one. Okay, today we are no, going gonna...
0: to. She's being dramatic. All right,
1: all right, we're going to talk about the elephant in the mind in the room in the space the big elephant at least it is for us sometimes and that is self-doubt and imposter syndrome we all suffer from it from a little bit some people more than others relatively, but it's a common experience for the people and it hinders your personal growth nope. undermines your self-confidence it impacts your relationships and if you find self-doubt creeping into your soul, then
0: stick around, this episode is for you. Hi, I'm Pam Williams, a mother. And I'm Jessica E. Williams, a daughter. And this is A Mother and a Daughter Truthful Chat, where we discuss our 35-year multi-layered relationship. We've been through so many ups and downs, not only are we family, but we're business
1: partners in the high-stress world of event planning and production for short films.
0: We've also shared the same therapist for over 10 years. What some people call codependence, we call collaboration. So join us as we share stories from our lives. Have candid conversations
1: with other mother-daughter duos. And shed light on the roller coaster ride of being a woman while raising a woman.
0: Hey uh, welcome to Triple Chats. Um, we used to have a time frame. We don't anymore. But anyway, <laughs> welcome to Triple Chats. Because <laughs> we just keep talking we about stuff keep keep and talking the more it, we talk so about it, the more we finally talk about. So anyway welcome triple chats uh this is where we discuss the ongoing practice of getting to generational wellness if you have never heard that term is our term coin okay um and if you don't know what that means it's somewhere in the description box below wherever you're watching said video okay so um we're listening. listening or listening shout out to the listening um and so every week we meet uh, for one of these little Truthful Chats, chats homie. You know Today's what it real is? Truthful. Uh, truthful Chats. And um, we have a theme actually every month uh, at here at the Career Generational Wellness headquarters, station, YouTube channel, all, all the things above. And uh, the Truthful Chats help unpack that theme just a little bit. So it is August or August. August. I'm saying Anyway, it's August, and uh, the uh, theme this month has been unpack. If you haven't been with us, you missed some doozies. Uh, so we're always encouraging you to go back and listen to and watch the other ones, okay? Uh, but this is unpack your self doubt. So welcome to the show. Here we go. Here we go. Getting into it.
1: So my favorite song, if you know me at all or anything about me, people sent me memes yesterday, as a matter of yeah. fact. Um, two different ones, one with Maya Angelou singing this song, and another one. Oh, man, what was the other one? It was funny. Um, Somebody did
0: Maya Angelou rapping thick, and I thought that was really funny. So Yeah,
1: well, it's the well. same person, probably. but anyway. You Can't Break My Soul. That has been my the song. song is
0: actually called Break My Soul, but break. I was going to let you do you. All right, You Can't Break My Soul. you know what I'm saying, Frida. You Can't
1: Break My Soul. Um. Anyway, that's been my theme song for the year, because the things have been trying to break my soul this year. They have actually been. They're probably trying to break her soul every year, but. No, this year has been. you made
0: a theme song yeah, for you so. Yeah, say
1: helped me through this year. <laughs> so, um, But I recently figured out that self-doubt had been coming from my soul. I would have never thought that about myself, but um, it has been revealed unto me by the spirit that I've been dealing with just a little bit of self-doubt. And I was like, oh no, we can't have this. So um, let's pull the curtain back on it a little bit. Wizard of Oz Talk about it, all right. Here's a good definition of self-doubt, I thought. It can be really defined as a state of uncertainty about the truth of anything anything so um but when it gets personal it's self-doubt about what you think about yourself your ideas your emotions your values your beliefs your abilities your thoughts all of it comes into question and it starts going around in the circle in your head like can you do this can you really do this are you supposed to be doing this and um interesting it can affect your beliefs it can affect your decisions causes insecurity a fear of failure you feel incompetent you feel like what well, have i been doing all my life i don't know what i'm doing and so you start to question your worth your potential to be successful and to accomplish your dreams and plans you then your emotions get into it now you start feeling anxious and withdrawn and fearful and Things be going on in your mind that's not real, yeah, but yeah. they make you think they're real. And then you start to question and second guess yourself. And there's this constant dialogue of negative self-talk kind of going on in your mind. And that can lead to low self-esteem and a lack of motivation. So motivation. Shout out to you. I uh, know you can you've heard me say sometimes I have to talk myself off the ledge. And I realize this is kind of what I'm talking myself off the ledge about. like the self-doubt of are you supposed to be doing this is this what you should be doing can you still do this are you still good at this what you know all the things so um
0: anyway keep going i shall um we are gonna have slides today because you know that's kind of our dizzle right now but anyway we're not there yet <laughs> um so yeah self-doubt can actually have a profound effect as we've always talked about okay it's creating generational wellness okay which means we start with you, but we don't end with you. It needs to go to all the other uh, levels and permeations of your life, which means your relationships and the people in your life. Um, family, friends, co-workers, mothers, fathers, cousins, sisters, aunties, nieces, nephews, bootanks, nephew, play cousins. Okay. In between, you know, we always have, have a good play cousin. Play cousins will be telling you the truth though, too. Shout out to the play cousins, because sometimes they be really in the blood. Anyway. Um, But if you suffer from any sort of insecurities, self-doubts, all the things we're talking about today, you're going to have difficulty expressing yourself or communicating how you feel, what you're feeling, why you're feeling it, right? Or if you even have a right to be feeling what you're feeling because to Pam's point in the definition of self-doubt in one of the best shows ever made, Westworld, you're questioning the nature of your reality, okay, to a certain extent, and um, once you're Doing that to yourself, then of course, it's going to have a ripple effect on all the other people that yeah. you're having interactions with because you are overwhelmed, projecting. or you're projecting, or you have fear of judgment or rejection, or all a combination of all of those things. Talk about projection for a little bit. So, projection is one of those things where, like, usually something is going on in your own little heart, um, but. You may or may not be aware that it's like the issue is you. Therefore, whatever's wrong with you, you end up putting on the other person. Like, whatever you see in you that's wrong, whoever is probably the closest person to you at that particular time, you end up putting that thing on them, right? So, if you're really insecure, then maybe you start putting on to that person, like, why are you right. so insecure all the time? Or yeah, it's not really if that. you're really fearful, then you're like, well, why are you so afraid all the time? You making the other person feel like they fearful when yeah. again, it might be something wrong with your on the heart. Um, no judgment. We're just saying that's that's what projection we're just is, laying is you take what's on you and you project it as in a projection screen. Think movie screen, think a big thing outside of yourself that you can project on. Yes. Um, so yeah, you know, we all know the people that have said the wrong things, done the wrong things, snapped out. There things that feel like, ooh, ooh, what's really going on? Um, but it could be projection rooted in some sort of self-doubt, fear, rejection, things of that nature. Um, and we'll talk about the ways you can help this, right? But. Open open communication is never not not your friend. Let's just go ahead and (laughs) say that. But if you have the things in the way that are stopping you from being clear about your own thoughts, therefore you won't be able to fully communicate. And um finding really supportive people that not only could pull you out of a self-doubt place, but can also recognize when you're something is off. Okay. That's what you want. You want the people that be like, something is off here. What's really (laughs) good? What's really going on um and how can i <laughs> hopefully help and not make it worse um and we've been having this kind of week but let's keep going. self-doubt is can be really hard to communicate because again you're questioning the nature of your reality and if you're not a person who's used to questioning the nature of your reality then it gets weird and all of these things can take negative tolls on your relationship so it's something to be aware of. so again as we say this week every weekend probably every week going forward um, you got to get real with yourself, okay? You got to be honest with yourself about what you're feeling, why you're feeling it, where are these things coming from, where we'll start, which is what we're talking about right now, okay? So let's get on to our little projections. All right, so symptoms of self-doubt, okay? Um, This is you. <laughs> you may be suffering self-doubt if um, you have times of feeling worthless, and that's not like maybe one time but i probably say consistently so let's say like several months worth <laughs> even weeks several worth, times a week depending on the person um a very very loud inner critic i did a whole movie about this so shout out to y'all i know how it feels uh you experience anxiety probably more so than ever Anxiety is normal. If you wake up every day in the world, you're gonna be anxious about something, okay? But if it's to the point where you like can't leave the house or it's hard for you to like function throughout the day, type of anxiety, that might be problematic. (laughs) Uh, Perfectionism—you always got to do the the things the right way all the time, perfectly, without no mess ups, which is impossible because you're human. But but um, you get really frustrated as a as a perfectionist, a recovery perfectionist. I understand this, but it doesn't stop me from wanting to try. Um, And then you avoid challenges or new opportunities. I used to be really bad at that. I think I'm getting better. But I would still be hella, hella scared. So I'm not even going to try to act like (laughs) I'm not. But paying attention to these things um, can help you really identify and acknowledge if you are dealing with the self-doubt, honey. Okay, And shout out to these Black people I found. who are looking questioning. Uh, All right, moving on to to the next. Okay, so let's talk about where self-doubt can and does stem from. Let me pop, oh, sorry, if you're listening, we are on projections. So, I mean, slides, I said projections. Projections is a word today, I guess. (laughs) Somebody needs to hear that. I feel that for someone, as my first lady says. Anyway, um, yes, so let's talk about where self-doubt can stem from. Um, negative childhood experiences. I mean, that's all of us, probably to a certain extent. But some people's childhoods were probably worse than others. So let's let's say that that's relative, okay? Let's just say that that's relative. If you grew up and were a child and had any kind negative experiences, you might have learned to doubt yourself somewhere along the way. Um, critical or unsupportive social environments. Um, I feel like we talk about this all the time. Whether you have a supportive friend network, family group. Um, or the like or critical. I feel like critical is probably more so of a family dynamic um, I don't know that anybody chooses to have critical friends, but that family, you know, things could be what they are But before you
1: leave that let's just talk about unsupportive social environments Can be work It can That's be it, it can be the work environment. It's America uh, Sometimes being black Pop 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 America has a problem uh being black and living in the day and time that we're living in right now for a lot of people is an unsupportive I mean, social environment we it's also go, being black
0: always in america yeah you go
1: to dollar tree and somebody team. that hates black people is there shooting that's an unsupportive social environment so it can be you know Close to you, external, uh, but it can be also That's true. I mean, when external, you outside that you don't have anything to do with
0: racism, sexism. Yeah, like all, all of the that. isms, all the isms
1: are unsupportive social environments that can impact your
0: self doubt. It's true. So, okay, again, as we always say, try not to be, a, try not to be a basura trash human if you can help it. Um, self doubt. Okay, that can help. Uh, past failures and rejection for sure. Um. But you know, those experiences make you question yourself and of course the nature of your reality. Uh, comparison, comparison kills. Shout out to the great Jonathan McReynolds, AKA Johnny Mac for that record. Uh, comparing yourself to other people is definitely going to cause self doubt, and then because the internet is a positive thing, I'm a child of, of the internet age, so I'm not gonna diss it. But it's just very interesting how people choose to use the tool. That being said, social media definitely does not help you not compare yourself to others. So, limiting, she's actually way worse on social media than I am, if you can it's actually relative. believe it. That relative. is not true. Relative. Wait, you said it's forward. not relative. So, Societal Oh, sorry. Four was society. So let me go negative childhood, unsupportive social environments, past failures and rejection. Four is actually societal expectations. So that kind of goes hand in hand with perfectionism, right? So that is, you know, if you're not where you feel like you should be career wise or I know for a lot of women in their 30s and 40s, if they're not married and they don't have kids, that's societal pressure. Men, I don't really know. I guess if y'all can't build a house, the whole plan. <laughs> uh <laughs> if you're not maybe career-wise where you want to be or making the money you want to make, um, I feel like sexually and romantically, y'all do what y'all want. So I don't know that y'all have pressure around that. But um, maybe some of y'all do. But uh, I feel like that's usually more so money and career status and things of that nature, because y'all don't have no ticking time bombs of eggs and things of that nature. So i will be like, I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here. Young ones, old ones. I think they get ones. tired, though. It is what it is. Some of, y'all, some of y'all should be tired of playing the field, but a lot of y'all are not. Um, and then five is comparison, which we just talked about, which is, you know, limit your social media. I just be, look, I be looking at the little people's lives on the socials. That's what I be doing. But, you know, every now and then, you just got to dip out. And that's okay. You really do have to dip out. Dip out. I am on because gonna get to one of mine she does but she also be looking at business people and then she be feeling some type of way yeah she, she gets into a low rat race yeah i i compare
1: other people that are entrepreneurs what they're doing you know what that looks like compared to what we look you know just all the kind of stuff but mine i it starts out being business stuff then it just goes down a rabbit hole but anyway try to stay off the social so i'm trying to to I don't know about all. Just no limit. pull back. Just yeah, just I'm done. trying to pull back. Just get a timer. Get on. Get off. So, but here's the thing: once you feel like that self doubt, um, your brain kicks in because your brain does what it's supposed to do. It has certain don't do
0: it anymore, levels do of
1: it. your brain that control certain things: your executive function, your um feelings for other people, interpersonal, all that kind of stuff. and, and I will promise you I'll go into that in detail conversational intelligence coach yes so I can help you understand why you say the things you say the way you say them based on how your brain functions but one of the parts of your brain is the amygdala amygdala. and so the amygdala is really a good thing because it helps you um, determine when you're in danger and that can be in physical danger, emotional danger, whatever kind of danger. But it it triggers your red flags. It's the thing that says goes from your gut, and it goes immediately to like something is not right
0: here, right?
1: And, and you know, we <clears throat> used
0: to hunter gatherer scientific things. Like some of these things are very primal based human things that we've like had to adapt and shift because now we don't really live in the wild mm-hmm. as much, and we are in cities, but some of these things still occur. So uh, the brain function hasn't changed. It's just yeah, it the, does, way that man, it the way that man lives their life has changed, but yeah. some of these things do very much apply. Right. So the
1: amygdala amygdala is associated with fear, um, plays a role in activating self-doubt, helps you, like I said, with protection, triggers red flags. Let you know when mm -mm, red flags, red flags. This ain't working. This ain't working. But you may have heard the term amygdala hijack. I've never heard of that. Amygdala hijack means your amygdala gets hijacked into believing something is dangerous when it's really not. So it is to
0: you. Your coworker is dangerous.
1: So it's not really a (laughs) the really dangerous, threatening situation. But in your mind, it it feels like it to you. So you jump into that fear, fight, flight response, and all the same things happen as if you were really in danger, running from an actual. So you can see how if you have self doubt, that could be you all day. You could be having amygdala hijacks all day long, and that's why some of us y'all we be so tired because in our mind we have been fighting off mind. all these amygdala hijacks all day of stuff that's really not true but it has us feeling some type of way and being really nervous maybe you right?
0: feel some type of way yeah
1: so you can get triggered with that um so <clears throat> how do you overcome self-doubt you figured out you got it now you are like oh my god what am i gonna do about this because i don't want to be living like this that's the first thing you gotta decide. Oh, I do have this. Do you want to be living like this? <laughs> do you want to be free? No, no. Do you want to be well? Do you want to be whole? Do you not want? Do you wanna, do, you do you not want to have all this self doubt running around through your mind all the time? Because that's how you get to generational wellness. Is you look at these things that are limiting you, causing you problems, and you go, wait a minute, I, this there's another way to live. Here's another way to live, and I'm trying to find it. So another way to live. We're gonna talk about, you know, I'm always gonna bring it back to the children and how you can help your children. But the first thing is you gotta do the work. And I know we talk about it all the time, you gotta do the work, but the work is the same. It's like, when you go to your job, there are certain things that you do every day. You open your email, you check and see if somebody needs a project finished. You look at your email. If you're in construction, you gotta go by Home Depot in the morning and pick up your supplies and get the cement and do whatever it is for the project you work on. Whatever construction (laughs) boo you're doing, you gotta go get the stuff to do. do Yeah, if you're in marketing, you know, you gotta figure out, okay, what are we trying to market? What are we trying to sell the work? The process is the same. Just in the theater, they're working on a play right now. They gotta go over the lines every single day. And the blocking, where are you supposed to stand? So all work has, some steps. basic steps that are involved yes. in your work every day. And wellness work encompasses Ooh, wellness. the thing, like. encompasses these things that we keep talking about. Um, these are, you you have to do the work required for wellness if you want to get well, right? So specifically overcoming self-doubt requires a combination of strategies and practices, including, do we have a, Yes, we do. Amen. Self-doubt strategies from Create generational Wellness. You want to find validation within yourself. You want to stop and say, okay, I'm gonna stop this amygdala hijack that's telling me I'm worthless, I can't do this, and I'm gonna go over here and I'm gonna push myself onto the other side and think of some things that I am good at, that I know I'm good at, that um, I feel good when I do them, healthy things that you feel good when you do. Let's qualify you that. Y'all always gotta say it goes for me. I, yeah. be like, I feel good when I be, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about self validation, where you talk to yourself and remind yourself of the things that are good and solid and worthy of celebration about yourself. One way you can do that is we gonna get y'all with a journal one way or the other. You have to write it down. When you write it down, it goes on the inside of you. There's something about the connection between the writing and your brain that makes it connect and makes it stick on the inside. All right? Past achievements. That's the way you self-validate. You look back and you say, you know what? I did complete that project. I did manage to save $300 a month when I said that was 200 was my goal. I did <clears throat> direct the play. I did, I did. <laughs> finish i don't know what is it i'm trying to find. i did clean out one of the closets and organize it in my house i got three or four more to go but one of them is done right so you practice that positive self-talk you show compassion for yourself yes i wanted to clean out four closets but i got one and a half but done on that day them. but i did something so that's what you talk We about. did say <clears throat> you limp you get that self-talk out get the supportive network be around the people that's gonna encourage you. This one is really good about that when I'm talking about
0: I supposed to do XYZ and XYZ and XYZ. I'd be like, and girl. Z-Z. And like, she's
1: like, girl, you did this and this. That's enough. We're gonna, you know.
0: So after the pandemic, like, you know, I knew I knew everybody was just gonna try to jump back into frenzy and pray. We don't do that no more. We don't do that no we more. We off that. Yeah. Well, some of y'all back on it, but I, I'm like, listen. Some of us are not. Bless our God. I don't know. I live
1: today. Much. I live through the day. That's success. <laughs> Limit the social media. We talked about that because of the comparison. It it can get to be really hard when everybody you know is on the beach and celebrating and laying out and flying all over the world and you know getting another promotion and this that, and the other. If you are in a place and Not to say that you're not celebrating and happy from them, but you gotta know yourself. If you're in a place where you're already feeling like you ain't got it going on at all, and you're feeling worthless, and you're in a space where you're like, my life is just sucking right now. Sometimes you might not wanna look at all the beautiful pictures right at that particular moment. You might wanna read something else or journal a little bit or um, use some grounding techniques, which is the next thing.
0: I took a pause, breath, work she did i walked in the office and i was like girl what is you doing in here <laughs> he came like, in there oh, okay I, she, I was like in there <sighs> i
1: was doing the grounding doing the, when you have a baby breath something breath like, work to kind of ground myself because i woke up this morning going left so i was like oh, i'm so glad i and i had scheduled the workshop like a couple of days ago i forgot about it, it popped up on my timeline i was like oh, i'm gonna take this workshop today and it did it helped me like it. calm down spiritual disciplines was on prayer this morning early. Not saying that I do that every morning, but I was on there this morning. That was good. I have a devotional that I I read on a regular basis. I have a little book of prayers that I write in. Again, I'm journaling my prayers. I kind of do both things at the same time. I journal and I pray at the same time. Your spiritual disciplines, they don't have to be mine, but get you some because that will help you overcome those self-doubt strategies. And then, when you need professional help, get professional help. What
0: that need when you need it, call them. You can't call me. Who's that tweet? Call me. All right. So now we got to talk about self doubts. Uh, trout First moth, cousin. Trout mouth. Whole cousin <laughs> imposter syndrome. Um, because apparently, according to uh, the experts that uh, helped us pull this little episode together. Um, they go together like peanut butter and jelly and pretty much, um, imposter syndrome literally is like, people talk about it being this really persistent feeling of feeling like a fraud. I don't need no frauds. Wasn't that Nikki's, um, response to Remy Ma? I think Remy Ma's was better, but I don't get into it anyway. Um, it's the persistent feeling of feeling like a fraud or doubting your accomplishments. You feel like as these beautiful black people are portraying for us. Um you know, you're you, but you feel like you got this mask on of the things that you do but you feel like ooh, if I ever take this mask off they're going to see that I'm not really I like doing it
1: little black
0: people. What I'm really good. really not doing what I'm doing. It's re- it's literally the wizard of oz, aka the wiz, where mm-hmm. They went and you found out that that big head that was da-da-da, 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 doing all that stuff outside. You was like, it's just a man behind a curtain in a box. What's going on here? So you feel like that's what's going to happen to you at some point in time. Um, and it goes hand in hand. their are cousins, self-doubt and imposter syndrome, because they increase your feelings of feeling inadequate, inadequacy, period. You just feel like you're not up to the task. And it can break your soul too, OK? Until Beyonce and Frida tell you, get don't up. let it, girl. Get girl. Get up, man. Get up. What is you doing? Um, and people <laughs> who struggle with imposter syndrome usually believe that they don't deserve their achievements, um, and they're usually held in high re- high regard and high esteem amongst their co- They're high value people, since you know that's a term for culture. High achievers, um, high value, but also high achievers. They're very excellent at what they do, just in general, but they feel like frauds, um, even if they have a particular standard of excellence. Um, So it's not necessarily always that, um, like other people will view them as very competent, right? Mm -hmm. And very intelligent, right? But they might not see themselves that way. And then again, it's the fear of being found out. It's the fear of being like, Man, I was good at that one thing that one time, and I don't know if I could repeat it. Like, I don't know if I could do this consistently. Um, and then you have these constant feelings of feeling like you're incompetent, you're not good enough. Um, even though there's all this evidence to the contrary, as my therapist often tells me, but I'd be like, but you don't understand. And he'd be like, but fam. As he always says, show me the receipts. Like, where the receipts at? You can't come here with, with no receipts. And usually I have. I have receipts of excellence and not whatever the imposter is trying to convince me of on that particular day. Lying. All right, why are you always lying? Uh, four Ps of the imposter syndrome. Um, it's typically where you get stuck, or I get stuck. I'm going to say it like that. Um, No, hold on. Well, we'll jump back in. So uh, perfectionism, right? we've talked about this. You just feel like you always got to do everything perfectly. But what is perfect? uh paralysis meaning you get literally stuck like you we've talked about analysis paralysis before but literally you just it's such an overwhelm of thoughts and things that you literally just stop doing anything and everything uh i'm the queen of that i'll be like you know what it ain't all that serious and i'll just go lay down or do something else or watch uh. something until i feel like <laughs> i can do it now if there's a deadline i might push past the way but it's just it's not worth my mental sanity so sometimes i for sure dip into paralysis it's like oh paralysis is happening and instead of paralysis i'm gonna just take a full-on pause and i'm gonna come back to that um people pleasing right this we all know what this is we just always try to make the other people feel better than we feel and that's not necessarily a good thing or procrastination we just maybe that's me when i put it on pause and i'd be like nope fam and then i might be rushing to finish it later but um, usually I'm in a better state of mind. I'm not saying procrastination is good. I definitely do it. But anyway, I suffer from imposter syndrome. I told so you I this episode short-piece. was like... It is it's, what it is. It's a truthful chat. It's, it's
1: a I'm truthful, chat. It's a
0: truthful with, chat.
1: I'm not ashamed or embarrassed. It's the yeah, thing. I think mine is mostly the paralysis and the procrastination, which are seem like kind of the same thing, but they don't i guess procrastination is you finally get around to it and paralysis is you just don't get there
0: and that's why i say people pleasing i sometimes i care but when i don't care i really i do not care like you just gotta get to the point of being like i don't care (laughs) like it's gonna be what it is which will help with perfectionism and people pleasing it's gonna be what it is you can't please all the people all the time but you can please some of the people some of the time uh and these things are usually felt by high achievers and a lot of them are felt by women yeah there was a study in the 70s yeah. that like actually showed that, that
1: men didn't really deal y'all with really this. y'all don't y'all could the just way be like women do, especially it is what it is high achieving women so that's the thing
0: it's a thing it's a thing it's a
1: thing thing it's so weird <clears throat> that um it falls out like that a little bit but I, I sorry I high achieving
0: men can feel imposter syndrome i don't want to yeah. make it seem like we were just saying women experience imposter syndrome more than men. More. Yeah. But high achievers, period, that could be men or women. Yeah. the Imposter syndrome is a thing. So if you was a male, like that's get, me too. That's like, me too. Yeah. I don't want to leave you out. Yes. I don't leave you out. You always take care of your brother. I always do. Oh, well, yes. you know, we gotta take care of you. Yeah. So for dealing
1: with imposter syndrome, you know, if you figure out it's a problem and you don't wanna be that way no more. You know what I'm no saying? No more. No more. Yeah. Shout out to Sister Cindy Shout out to yeah. Sister Cindy If you don't want to be and Caught up in the imposter syndrome No more You can figure <laughs> out some things to do about that Julie. One <laughs> thing we found There's a really good book called Own Your Greatness, Overcome Imposter Syndrome Beat Self-Doubt And Succeed in Life That's a lot of things Own Your That's Greatness, a lot of things. <laughs> Overcome Imposter Syndrome Beat Self-Doubt and succeed in life. That is a very long title.
0: I can't believe they're so bad. Sure Doctors, too.
1: Dr. Lisa Orby Austin and Richard Orbe Austin. And we'll drop the link in the socials for these guys at some point. But their strategy talks about the three C's to deal with imposter syndrome. We're back in slides. We're back in slides. If you're listening, just go find the visual so you yeah. can see that. that so there's three C's. I'm gonna talk about it though. Three C's to deal with imposter syndrome. You need to clarify your origin story You need to choose to change that story and you need to create a new reality. So clarifying your origin story is where you identify where this imposter syndrome kind of started. When did you become first aware of your feelings? Were you in high school? Were you in college? Were you in elementary school and you had to play? You played the piano and every time you got ready to play the piano, you worried you were going to mess up your solo. I got very personal there. Um
0: (laughs) okay or story about or
1: in the professional workforce, you gotta make a presentation, and you're afraid that you know the first time you did a presentation, something went wrong with your slides, and now you're always worried that when you get up and make a presentation, something's gonna happen. Whatever that original thing is that like (sighs) sets you into a self doubt mode. Go back and find out what that is. This is a real important thing for generational wellness because. Nine times out of ten, you're gonna find that part a big part of your origin story comes from your family dynamic.
0: Most of the time, most. that's literally what most of therapy is. Them being like, so let's explore
1: your childhood. Yeah. So and just be prepared. Things that. that happened and how did you get to this point? You got to get to that origin story. And like I said, a lot of times it's a family dynamic. People don't want to look at their family dynamic because they don't want to hurt nobody's feelings they don't want to admit that right. their grandmother was abusive with that belt or whatever however she talked to y'all or whatever but sometimes you got to go back and you gotta look at that all the way through the generations as far back as you have the privilege of being able to know the story because all of that communicated messages to you about your abilities and helped to either make you develop an imposter syndrome or not have you develop an imposter syndrome. And, you know, origin stories can be rooted in needing to please somebody in the family all the time. Or a child has a unique experience or skill or something and everybody's like, what are you doing? That don't make no sense. You can't get no job doing that, this, that, and the other. but it's a very unique skill that maybe that child could develop into something that's really um uh important for the world at some point but if it's talked down then they don't you talk, them out grow. you talk them out of it um it could cause anger and conflict uh if you're in a family that doesn't deal with that well you know your family is going through situations or whatever and the way they deal with conflict and anger makes you as a child nervous uncomfortable anxiety then you can grow up not knowing how to deal with conflict because it always turned into a fight you don't know how to have a good conversation back and forth, and then say what you got to say, and then move on. Um, we had a good one this week, yeah, we did. We, oh, we did, yeah, we did. See, it's gone. Yeah. She don't even remember. All right. Oh, so, I know. so. you can That's choose. That's a resolution
0: to use. will go with
1: that? Be? You can choose to change your story, uh, change your narrative, speak your truth, silence the automatic negative thoughts that you have. Um, that is really hard to do sometimes. It takes a lot of rinse, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat to get those negative thoughts and fears and things out of your head. Um, but tell the truth, you know, speak it to somebody that you really trust and say, you know, I feel like I'm suffering from imposter syndrome a little bit and this is how it looks and this is how I feel and blah, blah, blah. Then you might wind up finding out there doing it too, and together y'all can hold each other accountable and help. But you shouldn't be afraid like, to talk about it because that's how you're going to change the story. And then you choose to change the story. And then you create a new reality around um, that group of people that you found to help you be accountable, what you really want to be like instead of what your imposter syndrome is telling you that you are, there's kind of some roles. We talked about the perfectionism and paralysis and and, um, um, procrastination, people pleasing. But then there are certain roles that are involved in imposter syndrome, too, which we'll probably go into a little bit later. But perfectionism, a perfectionist is one which we talked about. Everything has to be all right. Superhuman. You can do everything all the time. You get it done. Doesn't matter about your health, or this, that, and the other, you can get it done. You, you keep going, keep going, keep going because you don't want anybody to know that underneath it, you feel like maybe you can't get it done. So you feel that's like that's also if you
0: sounds like burnout to me. But. Super
1: hard, then you're going to get past it. Or natural genius, where you feel like, well, everybody can do this. This is just something that I have, or people who are gifted with this can do. But if anything ever comes up that challenges that now you are totally freaked out because you thought this was your amazing natural gift and sometimes it don't always work out that way so you have to understand that um a soloist that's somebody that has to do everything themselves they can't delegate they don't know how to tell anybody else what to do or trust trust anybody else to be able to do it so that, that
0: sounds like lack of delegation.
1: Yes, that drives you into imposter syndrome because here you are feeling like you gotta do everything all the, yourself all the time. And you cannot keep that up. And then the last one is expert, where you know everything about everything, and you can get it all done, and you have all the answers and whatever. You can only keep that up so long, and then you'd be like, Oh, I can't do this anymore. So just know that um and we're gonna go into this more later because it's really important, but you have to experiment with a different role. You have to change your story. You have to create a new reality. And um, you, ha- you have to admit that it's a problem and you suffer from it and try to- It's a problem. Go and get better. So, you know I'm always gonna ask you about the babies because after you do your own work, you gotta figure out if we're creating generational wellness, You have to figure out how to (laughs) trickle this down through the generations generations and explain and show your children the teenagers young adults around you how do you manage to recognize self-doubt and then move past it so one of the things for younger children is you can engage them in activities that promote self-confidence and resilience activities and it empowers them to overcome self-doubt so these activities can be setting achievable goals. You got to clear the dinner table, um, if you have a dinner table, or you have to load the dishwasher, or something that's achievable. Put your own toys away. That's put that's your, your toys away. Like, yeah.
0: Why are you picking up after this child? Yeah.
1: So that's an achievable goal. It it's a victory you can celebrate when they put all their toys away or whatever. Just start with little things. Don't give them, you know, like oh, you got to paint the garage. You can't do that. But give them something that they can do so then they start to feel uh, confident about their skills. Confidence Appropriate, encourage their creativity and self-expression, draw the pictures, whatever. Where will we, oh, we were visiting a friend and the other night and she was tracing feet. Oh, she sure was. She was like, "Can I? would anybody mm-hmm. else like to have their foot traced? And I was like, yeah, girl, put me on. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that we put our feet on that piece of paper and she traced around it and drew colors or whatever, and we were, that is awesome. You made my foot look exactly the right size. So whatever it is. But she, that was her form of creativity and self-expression. and self-expression. And we encouraged it at that point. Um, yes. Promote positive self-talk. You see all over the internet, little kids talking about, I'm so ugly. I don't like this. I don't like my hair, this, that, and the other. Nice. Promotes. Let <laughs> listen to Halle Bailey. You're an angel. You're an angel.
0: Black girl with the black girl, girl here. When they girl talked hair. about you for a year, you came out <laughs> like Disney
1: stunt and gang
0: anthem,
1: <laughs> right? Long so hair promote hair. that positive self-talk. Engage in physical activities or hobbies that yeah, cultivate a sense of accomplishment. Let them be on the little soccer team, the little stickball <laughs> team, little, all those the little levels. the little things that go to gymnastics, go to dance class, whatever drum, whatever you find they like see if you can find a way that they can be involved in that activity and enjoy it and create a sense of confidence now if they can't catch a ball don't be no, out no. there trying to make them be the next nfl just player just you them. wanted Come to on, be dog. the next
0: nfl player that's and, also how they start to have a self-doubt complex exactly. that's actually rooted in truth and reality that's that's root of truth and reality.
1: Going back to childhood, you, you
0: got know? to know what your baby's good at though, and go with that. Let them draw if they want to draw. Let them draw,
1: you know. If they yeah. good at video games,
0: encourage that's them to be the a ready, honey. Okay, developers, I I coder, or whatever, or to play them video games for money. For money. money, yes. Stats. So find out,
1: pay attention, find out what they're good at, have activities that encourage that. Encourage open communication. We cannot tell you that enough. Do not. If the kid tells you something that you think is absolutely crazy, which has happened to me on some times where you just
0: have to. Oh, why did (laughs) she say it like
1: that? (laughs) You just. I don't be having that many crazy ideas. No, not now. I'm talking about when you were smaller. Like. I did? OK. Fanciful things. You know what I mean? Fanciful, fanciful imagining. Yes, don't squash that. Let that blossom and encourage the communication so that they can come she and really tell tried you. to low-key tell you. Girl, you were saying and doing a lot of crazy stuff, and I just went <laughs> yeah. with it. Provide a safe and supportive environment, right? For the conversations yeah. that sometimes yeah. may seem a little like, okay, but you go with it, all right? Uh, teach them to identify and challenge the negative self-thoughts. So hard, so hard, because a lot of times people won't tell you when they're having a negative self thought, they'll just deal with it on their own. But you have to try and watch your children and learn for signs of when they're withdrawn, when they're quiet, when there's something that they normally enjoy doing that they don't seem like they're enjoying it anymore. You just have to kind of look for signs of what, when something could be off. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, And then foster a growth mindset. Don't let your children get into the idea that this is the way this is always gonna be. Foster a mindset in them that things can change, things can grow. It can go from being this to being that. A lot of the um, suicide ideation is because kids don't think things will get better. They don't think things can change. They don't think there's a way to get from point A To point
0: D. And sometimes they do need medication for that, just because some people's brains are chemically predisposed to negativity. So I would just, you know, be responsible, but keep that open as well. Sometimes people need help with getting to that place. It's not enough to just talk them through it and whatever. It might be a chemical might have a chemical imbalance or something, you know what I mean? Where their brain chemistry is just different. So
1: And that's still a growth mindset. That's a growth mindset that says there is something out there that we can get to help you um, and and not make that be a bad thing. So again, these are all the things, some not all the things, but these are some of the things that can help you um, help your children, not be doubtful and afraid and have amygdala hijacks.
0: I mean, you know, and and yourself, uh, let's be T. I clear because some well, of those that comes first. That comes for, for you, you as well. But you know, we're trickling into the base. So let us hit the recap. On okay, self doubt is a common experience. Okay, everyone has experienced self doubt at some point in their life, currently, previously, or if you're not, you will. Um, it can definitely hinder your personal growth, um, impact your relationships. Hopefully not hinder your personal development, but I mean, I guess it can, um, if you let it stand in your way stuck. enough. Um, but you have to understand it, right? You have to admit that you have it, you have to understand it, you have to understand the emotions involved, the chemistry involved, the brain science involved. Um, you gotta be willing to unpack um, your history, right? Um, I, re-stressing and reiterating, understanding the brain part of it. I think sometimes we think like we're just like this and it's just like some of it is just the way that your brain works and the way that your brain was designed to work. Which actually I was watching somebody this week and they were saying the brain is literally designed to keep you safe. It's designed yeah. to keep you safe and designed to keep you comfortable. So anytime you're doing anything to put it outside of that comfort zone, um it's gonna react even if you're doing it for a good thing. Good reason. I feel like that about exercise, which is why I probably don't do it more. Like I'd be like, Look, fam, we can only take this <laughs> so far. I'm trying to get better, but like like judah smith once said that is you trying to tell me to torture myself willingly is just crazy to me but anyway um so your brain is designed to protect you so it's always going to give you messages that help you do that okay even if it's detrimental to your person they're like but we got to be safe though so just keep that in mind um and then you got to develop again the strategies for overcoming it but that is part of looking at your personal history uh, your childhood how things are cementing or developing in your mental mind. Do you need to go in and do some rewiring or some (laughs) re-networking? And how you do that through supportive friends, supportive family, um, professional help. If you need it, do the work on you first, then you can do the work on the others afterwards. And um, teaching your babies uh, about managing, recognizing self-doubt, Engaging in, uh engaging them and empowering activities to get them over the hump, uh, helping them figure out, you know, things are bad, but they, they feel might feel bad, but they're not always going to stay that way. OK, life is a constant evolution of movement. So hallelujah, keep it pushing. Um, and then again, supportive relationships and people that you can have in your life. We hope that we are that for you. If you like, I don't have nobody. Everyone around me is basura, track, but you can just come and kick it with us uh, every Thursday or watch whatever episodes you need. We hear, we got you. We are your supportive community. DM us yeah. on the Instagrams. All the things. So um, generational wellness is always the goal, okay? And self-doubt definitely is a hindrance to get into that. Imposter syndrome for sure is a hindrance. Uh, remember, self-doubts. Trout mouth hole cousin, uh imposter syndrome. Um, uh, because it makes you doubt your brilliance, your brilliance and your greatness and what makes you unique and what makes you, you because <laughs> being a trout mouth hole is lying to you quite often about your abilities and what you're capable of. Even if you're actually doing the thing. I think that's the thing that's crazy about imposter syndrome. You can actually be doing the thing and doing the thing well. Like, I am sure. Beyonce, Giselle knows Carter has doubts with imposter syndrome as brilliant as she is. She probably like, I don't even know if I can do it. Like, I don't even know what it doesn't make sense. Pick a person, Barack, pick a person, anybody I'm sure they deal with. I don't know if I got it today. Um, and that's just part of the human experience. Okay. Um, but we're all working on cultivating wellness, the steps to wellness, self-cultivation, self-preservation, embracing your potential, thriving in life. Is the goal? Mm, yes, God. And we would like to continue to help you do that week after week. However, we can't do that if you're not following us, okay? <laughs> on IG, Facebook, fan base, you're at Create Generational Wellness at all platforms. We're here on the YouTube. at Create Generational Wellness on the YouTube's, on the Facebook's, and all the things. I know the Facebook's and the Facebook's makes me sound old, but I am. So <laughs> with that. I don't got anything else to say. You got you got something else to say? I don't. Happy August. It's September. It's literally September. Ugh. Shout out to the Virgos. It's y'all time. Y'all know y'all be. September. We are almost Leo's in the last Leo's and Virgos of the year. So let's go. I'm very let's excited. I'm I'm waiting for 2024. Um, but we got a couple more months before that happens. And again, we got things rolling out. Okay. Thank you for uh rocking with us. Rocking with us. This is episode 35. Uh, can you... episode 35? many many more to go uh and oh yeah cheers to 35 well many many more to go um if there's a topic we haven't talked about and you like yo we all gonna get to this or i want to know about this let us know i want to know more about that or more about that who knows i don't know we might start doing instagram lives i don't know the sky's the limit there's plenty of things that we could be doing and again we're still setting up the interviews for y'all so Yep, so but you, you ain't you gonna know free. if you ain't locked in, so stay locked in. With that, we will bid you adieu. See you next week. Have Peace. a good weekend. Have Peace a good Labor day. day, y'all. Have a good Labor Day. Yeah. rest from the labor. Don't okay. Don't labor though, because I know I will.